What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the show. I'm sorry, technical difficulties in the background, just trying to get everything right. But welcome to the show. You are watching the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. Amazing. I know I'm 10 minutes late. I owe it to you. I owe you guys something, the chat, something. And I thank you guys for jumping from one stream to the next and for... um. And hopefully for some people that wasn't too confusing because technology may not be for everybody, right? So hopefully they'll find a way to get to the new stream. And if they don't, it wasn't meant to be, right? You know what I mean? You just got to go with the process, you know? But welcome to the show. Amazing. It's good to be back for another Tuesday. Really quick, let's jump right into it. But first, I want to talk about what we're going to talk about. And... um. That is, the topic for today is the biggest threat to society is happiness. Ooh, we're going into it today. The biggest threat to society is happiness, okay? This is my opinion. This is what I believe, but I'm going to share it, and we'll see if it makes sense. Let's fellowship. So we're going to get into that. Maybe a couple other things. We'll see how the show goes, but um, that's that's the meat and potatoes, right? Amazing. But before we start, do me a big favor. Hit that like and subscribe button right now. Smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button, especially with these uh, technical difficulties. Lay the smack down on that share button right now. Share people the message. Tell everybody about it. Um, we got some good stuff today. So tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. There's still time. I know we're a little bit late, but do it now as I'm giving out the call number. Okay? Do it now. Also, if you want to call in and talk and fellowship or argue, disagree, whatever you want to do, you can call in. You can also call into the show at 888-775-3773. I will take your calls. I've been taking calls. Isn't that kind of cool? Yeah, that's kind of cool. So you can call in. Don't be shy. Ring ring the number. (laughs) Amazing. So today, Lord have mercy. Hey, chat. How y'all doing? Amazing. So today, 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 today. Last week, we had talked about the ego. And we talked about how the ego is only set out for I, 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 me, 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 and not set out to serve, right? And how allowing God to add all things is the best thing. And then um, in doing that, we have to be patient, right? So we talked about that last week. Uh, This week, um, just talking with other people and just fellowshipping, things always pop up, right? Things that um, are just interesting. 
And happiness was was one of the convers one of the topics that popped up when I was talking to one of my friends. And um, we were just getting into the topic of happiness and and like what it is and and like where it comes from, right? And some deep stuff came up. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, it's funny because the world teaches you to seek happiness. The world teaches you to seek happiness, right? And everybody's happiness, everybody's definition of happiness can be different, right? But the way the world teaches it, it's all the same thing. And I'm going to explain. So first off, happiness, I want to just get this out the way, nipping in the butt. Happiness is not your friend. Happiness don't like you. Happiness is like the friend that you go to the club with. And you guys just be having fun. And this is that fun friend. But when it's time to, like, really deal with some stuff and you really, like, down on your luck and you need some support, that friend ain't around, that's what happiness is. That's the exact example of happiness. It's your friend when it benefits itself, but when you need them, it's gone. That's what happiness is, right? So, for me, this is just how I see it, okay? Is that happiness will ride you into the clouds. <laughs> It'll sh- and, and just bear with me as I'm explaining this, right? Like, try to visualize with me. Happiness will ride you into the clouds, and you're on top of the clouds, and it's beautiful. You're watching the sunset. You see the sunset. You see life. You see the landscape. And it's just a beautiful view. And when you're up there, you're like, this is everything. This is life. I love this. This is where it's at. Happiness showing you that. And then it makes you a promise, right? It makes you a promise like, ain't this beautiful? This is yours. Like, enjoy this because this is it, right? It makes you a promise. And then you know what it does, right, when you're up there? It pushes you out the plane and 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 cuts a hole through your parachute. That's happiness. Happiness ain't your real friend. It's only your friend sometimes, and it ain't there to support you through everything. I wouldn't say happiness is your greatest enemy because I think anger is your greatest enemy. But that's another conversation for another show. But today we're going to talk about happiness, right? And they all kind of come from the same place. But um, I really want to just dive in on the word happiness. I hope I'm making sense here and that you guys are following along. Bear with me, right? The message is not long today, I don't think. We'll see. But the whole purpose of happiness is designed, it's set up to get you hooked, and it wants to hook you on moments of complete satisfaction. That's what, that's what um, happiness wants to do. Happiness just wants to hook you on satisfaction, right? And we only seek happiness because happiness is the absence of pain and conflict. So that's the only reason why we seek um, happiness. 
It's because it's the uh, absence of pain and conflict. And we don't want pain and conflict. And if you didn't watch um, last week's show, we kind of talked about pain and conflict and all that stuff. But happiness is the absence of pain and conflict. And we want to live there and stay there because um, it gives a certain type of energy to where um, we feel good. It's very emotional. Happiness is very emotional, but it doesn't seem emotional because you feel good and you have energy, right? But the thing about happiness is that when you have it, you're at odds with the conflict and the pain. You just want to avoid it and you just want to keep happiness. It's very possessive as well. You just want to hold on to happiness. You don't want to let it go. You want to keep it because you feel so good. And I understand it. Lord have mercy. I understand it. everything's clear. You have a smile on. You're kind to everybody. You're nice. You got energy. Who wants to get rid of that, right? Who wants that to go away? But we only hold on to happiness because we... Um, have a false understanding of um, the purpose of pain and conflict, right? Which we kind of talked about last week. But happiness um, can be a setup. So um, another thing that I wanted to talk about was in regards to happiness is that happiness tends to only show its face when everything is going our way. Happiness only shows its face when everything is going your way. When things are not going your way, happiness is nowhere to be found. You can't find happiness. Isn't that crazy? When things aren't going your way, why, why doesn't happiness come, come to your rescue? Why not? Because happiness is based off of control, right? Happiness is um, based off of what you see and what you control and that you see and everything is going your way. But why don't we have happiness when things are not going our way? Because we didn't choose things to not go our way, right? Happiness only wants things to go your way. Um, and Nick says, Nick says, I fall, I fall to, is that for everybody? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I fall to have positivity slash happiness way more than negativity. Really quick, Nick, explain what you mean. Man, I'm just resonating with what you're saying a lot. And when I look at my life, uh, I, I if there's like negative, what we call negativity and like, oh, things are not going my way. Actually, I'll turn that into probably false motivation. And I'll be like, no, like, I got to do it. I'm going to make it happen. I'm more of the type that when everything's nice and going, I relax. I I relax. Yeah. I get easy and yeah. I get weak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. fall to the, to the so-called positive more than the negative. So explain that again. Explain that again. So I can admit it. Yeah, okay. so... I I'm I I find that I'm more susceptible. I fail like I fall more to the deception of positivity and happiness. That's more of my Achilles heel than uh, than depression and 
oh, oh I'm depressed I'm sad or like or something's not going my way like yeah. that most of the time just kind of falls off and I'm just like you know what yeah. no I gotta keep pushing oh, okay I see. but happiness and positivity I, that relaxes me makes me soft yeah and makes me uh, uh you know blind like convinced that you found something or that you sometimes have, you like that, that yeah you can relax you can making me be now. honest here dang yeah <laughs> no but no yeah. that's so true that that is the um that is one of the biggest tricks of happiness is because once you reach it you think that you've 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 found it you've made it you've got it now it's yours and what does it do and that's what it does it, it dangles you up here like I got it I found it I've overcome right like I finally found this like this today was a good day like things are finally looking up that's the that's the comment that everybody says right things are finally looking up right it it gets you riled up and then upset when tomorrow is hell <laughs> right it gets you it makes you feel like like i thought we had it god what happened now it's hell you never had it you had a moment you had a moment and there's nothing wrong with having a moment a good moment those are appreciated they bring some relief right but it's not the end all be all and it shouldn't be the end all be all I don't know if that was that made the okay. But that's a good point is that it's so natural to wanna um relax when happiness comes or when um positivity is around because um like you think that you deserve to relax or like finally some relief. But um we it's only because we pursued happiness. We pursued it. And you shouldn't pursue happiness. Because in the Bible it says, in the Bible it says, sounds old. <laughs> but sometimes, hey, sometimes the scripture is helpful to back it up. And right now it's about to be, right now I'm about to make the point is that in the Bible it even says that rejoice in your hardships and your suffering. Because hardships build character. And character builds endurance. And endurance builds hope. Something like that, right? Rejoice. Rejoice in your hardships. Let me break that down. When life sucks and nothing's going your way and you can't see and it's hard, you want to cry and you want to fight and you want to let go of all your little um, uh, peace that you thought you had. And you want to get angry and, and go off of everybody and the man that cut you off. And you want to flip the bird to the world. Rejoice in that. That's what it says. The Bible says it, and I believe it. Rejoice. Isn't that the most insane thing to think about? How, you, how am I going to rejoice in this hell? You know why? Because it's all part of the process. It's all part of the process. It's all part of the process. The process to peace. And you know, the biggest threat to society is happiness. The greatest gift to society is peace.
Because you know why? Peace is okay when things aren't going your way and when things are going your way. It doesn't matter with peace. Because peace knows that it's all God. It's all for your benefit. Peace knows that. So peace doesn't care about a feeling. Because there's no feeling to peace. You're grateful. There's like a feeling of like gratefulness. And there's a feeling of um, like um, appreciation. But it's not sticky. If that makes sense. Because emotions are sticky. You ever notice how you're excited about something? And then when it's time to like, like move on or like um, do something else, it's hard to let go of it. Like you can't do the next thing because you're still kind of excited. Like you can't move on. You can't, you can't do the next thing because your mind is still like thinking about the thing that got you excited. That's emotion and emotion is sticky. You can't, right? But peace and joy is free flowing. So it comes to you and you're okay with it leaving because you know it ain't going nowhere. It's here. You can't forget it. It's here. So you're okay with it. And you know that you know that you know that you know. You don't got to keep reminding yourself every day. And that's the mistake that I make sometimes. I'm like, I try to like remember things. Like, remember that word yesterday. Because if you remember it, it's going to help you get through the day the next time it comes. You don't got to do that. Right? Peace. Is everlasting. Peace doesn't build you up to bring you down. And I'm going to get more into that. But I want to finish off with, I want to use a good example of happiness. Because I feel like society, all people, maybe not still, but maybe at one point, all people has, has dealt with, these, with, with, this, with this problem is that relationships, relationships is the biggest attachment to happiness. The biggest one. The biggest threat, the second the second biggest threat. I don't know. The second biggest threat to uh to life and relationships might be the same thing. But relationships they really really harp on teaching you to be happy. Like if you don't have a happy, happy wife, happy life, happy marriage, it's good to be happy in your marriage. It's good to have a, a happy relationship. If you're not happy, then leave. If all that is a, if you're not happy, then leave. I'm talking about in marriages and relationships. If you want to leave, leave. Cause it's not really a relationship anyway until you really like seal the deal. But in marriages, if you're not happy, then leave. What kind? And the only reason why that's a thought is because it's based off of happiness. Now, let me tell you, women have this really bad. Not all, but women have this really bad because oftentimes women tend to fall more on the emotional side of things. And um, so because of that, they tend to gravitate to things that bring them comfort and they want security. Because comfort and security 
brings them protection, right? They feel protected, right? And when you're emotional or you lean more on the emotional side, you love to be secure. You just want to be secure because emotions are not stable. Emotions are like this all the time because they're up, down, left, right, right? Who's calling me? What the? Emotions are like up, down, left, right, in and out, right? And they're not stable. So emotional people look for security. They want security. And so oftentimes women just want from their relationships comfort and security. They want to know that it's there and they don't have to worry about nothing, right? And the problem is um, then the people around them, then society, then TVs and movies, movies big time, tell them that make sure you're happy, make sure you're happy, make sure you're happy. But when it comes to a relationship, happiness provides a female all the comfort that she wants. All the comfort that a female wants, happiness provides. That's why females love uh, happiness. They love happiness. All That's why they love the movies and the stuff. And there's some, it's not like it's fake stuff and it's disingenuous, right? Movies are nice. The love stories and stuff is nice. But people mistake it, right? And the reason why women want the happiness For one, the happiness bring, provides all the, the comfort that the woman desires. But it never... <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> it, ne- it never provides the security. It never provides the security. That's why a lot of women in relationships today, this is deep, are so heartbroken. Their heart breaks. And they um, are, um, they have trauma, right? And why they're closed off. And this goes for all people, but I'm just speaking on women specifically right now because um, it's oftentimes the women that tend to be on the, um, the side of, according to them, heartbreak and the short end of the stick and, um, the, um, closed off and like no longer want to trust men right and it's because happiness failed them not men men didn't fail you and now men have a responsibility where if men don't do what they're supposed to do they influence people to fail but men don't make hold a gun to your head and say you're gonna fail right but Women have this expectation of happiness that they've been taught that when it doesn't work, they blame and point to the man and say that this man's fault. No, it's that you had this expectation of happiness and happiness failed you. And I'm going to tell you um, why. And this I'm going to end it off. I'm, I'm bringing it to an end. Is that why happiness... Um, tends to fail women. And this is so deep. Because happiness has no morals, if you think about it. I'm going to explain it. Happiness doesn't, there's no morality happiness. Because 
it just wants that feel good. So for an example, and me and my friend were talking about this, is that a woman can a woman can get into a relationship, right? And things are going well. You know that new state, that new phase, right? Things are going well, it's feeling good. And then um you get carried away and you have sex, right? All these things in that moment are fun. They're enjoyable, right? And you they bring a satisfaction. And right before you have sex and you're in that new stage, you're excited. You you can't wait to see the person. You want to talk to them. They make you feel good. You guys get along. Blah, 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 right? And then when you have sex, it takes it times 10, right? Wow, that was so great. That was so good. I really like this guy. I think I love him. I think I love him, right? So now women have this happiness in their head. I'm happy right now. I got this new man. Everything's going good. The sex is good. Everything is right. Like, it's so nice right now. I'm happy right now, right? What they do is, me and my friend, my friend actually used this example. I'm stealing it. But they they get the jar, and they put the happiness in the jar, right? And they close the jar. And they in this jar, they put it on the top shelf in the house. Every time they go in, they go from, leave from work, come back, it's right there. And they can't wait to, to praise that jar, right? And... They are so attached to this happiness that they found, whether it be through the sex that they have, the attachment to the relationship, um, whatever it may be. It's all in that jar, right? Whatever um, feeds that happiness, it's in that jar, and it's on there, on a pedestal, there, boom, right? They think it's the man, it's not, it's a jar of happiness. And they just sit on top of the, uh, the, the shelf. The man who tends to be less attached goes up there, and this happens oftentimes, and shame on the men too, but this happens oftentimes. Men go up there, they see that jar, they take the jar, and they walk away, and they hand it to another woman. They take the jar, and then they hand it to another woman. Right. And then the original woman finds out. And she can't. Her whole world is torn apart. Like, how could you how could you do this to me? How could you do? I gave you everything I had. a. You didn't give him everything. You gave the you you put you leaned all of your life on this idea of happiness. And when happiness didn't give you anything back, you blame the man. And say it's the man's fault. No, you should have known not to have sex with a man. You should have known that that maybe I should wait and see. And it's hard to do, but this is the reality. Maybe I should wait and see if I can trust this man. But no, happiness told you, you ready, you made it, you here, you found him. This is it. Hold on to this one. But happiness just puts you put you to the clouds, brought you to the clouds, and let you fall to the ground. 
And that's why women are so heartbroken. And now they're going and now they're doing all kinds of stuff in in rebellion to that, but it's not the man, it's 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 you. It's always us. We didn't have the tools. We weren't taught the tools. But we can't blame anybody else for it. Do other people have an influence on on us? Sure. Yeah. Would it be nice if nobody had um um uh, nobody um uh, offended you? Sure. But it's not the reality. So where happiness loses its value is when that little jar that we put it in gets stolen. And they were like, wow, what the heck? And we don't look at we don't look at this as like we don't look at the problem because we don't know the problem. But if we don't know the problem, shame on us for pointing the finger because we don't know. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna end it off with this. And then I'm gonna take some calls. Is that Happiness will send you to the clouds, but won't catch you when you fall. Send you to the clouds. Cloud nine. And you're up there feeling good like I see everything. Life all makes sense. But guess what? You got to come down. And it ain't, it ain't finna catch you. I said finna. <laughs> it's not. It'll let you smack down on the ground. So stop seeking happiness. But peace will send you to the moon, past the clouds. Peace will send you to the moon. But here's the, here's the, here's the catch with peace. Your feet never left the ground. Your feet never left the ground. So how do you fall if your feet are planted? You can't. But your head is still in the moon. You're still in the clouds. But your feet never left the ground. So you can still have all the things that you think happiness brings you and more. I said to the moon. Happiness got you to the clouds. I said to the moon. But your feet are still planted. So there is no fall. You don't get hurt. It's there. But when you truly find peace. And maybe next week I'm going to do uh, an episode on just peace itself. I'm still learning too, so I ain't got all the answers. But um, there's some things that I learned that could be helpful. So I don't know. Maybe it'll make sense next week. I don't know. But I just want to leave it off with um, peace can't fail you. Right? Peace cannot fail you. And it's not trying to fail you. It don't want to fail you. It's so that no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what's going on in your life, the good, the bad, the evil, the conflict, the storm, the rain, all that stuff, you understand it 
but it doesn't phase you because you trust in God and you understand that it's happening for your benefit. Peace has no worry. Peace has no fear, no doubt, no conflict. It just is, right? And it just makes sense. You just trust. And that's why it says, that's why it says that, why do you worry when the lilies of the field, why do you worry about money and clothes and um, food when the, the lilies of the field get fed and clothed and the next day they're thrown away? So how much more important are you as a human being that you don't trust to allow yourself to be fed and clothed? And it ain't easy. I ain't say it was easy. Lord have mercy. It's hard. But only because no one taught us this and we're learning this now in our, in our, our old age. So just endure. I hope I'm making sense. And, ooh, John Frederick just said, separate the man from the message. Man, that's so deep. Separate the man from the message. Listen, y'all, I'm telling you right now. This ain't, there's some things that I've learned and stuff, and I'm grateful to, to um, God has given me the insight. But this message is for me, too. I ain't got all the answers. But when you're connecting more and more with the spirit, God allows you to, to voice his message because he trusts that you're going to allow it to, to flow through. So sometimes, oftentimes, when I'm saying things, I'm like realizing in my head, like, wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm telling you, like, Jesse, me, James, Nick, uh, nobody, nobody, we're nobodies, we're nobodies, just stewards of the message, at least, we, and, and we, and at the end of the day, we're just hoping, and, and we know, you know, you can recognize when, when God is speaking through, but at the same time, we're hoping that. We continue to be the uh, continue to spread the message. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the man, and people praise the man, and um, don't praise the man because the man ain't got it. The man, the man's still trying to figure it out too. Brothers, brotherhood. And sisters, right? Jesus was the brother. Jesus himself said, God, why have you forsaken me? That's doubt. Confusion. So don't praise the man. Praise the source. Right? You can be grateful for the man. 
You could be grateful for a friend, grateful for your father, for um, being a good example. But everybody got everybody got stuff that they're working through. Anyway, I don't know how I got there. Oh, from the from the, from the chat comment. But I hope that made sense. No more happiness, y'all. Let's let happiness go. And we can appreciate it when it comes, but let's not, like, hold on to it. You know what I mean? Just recognize it as it is and let it go because that's not what we're, that's not what we're seeking. It's the easy, it's the easy way to, it's easy. Right? You can find happiness by doing a lot of things. Eating, eating a whole gallon of ice cream when, when you're sad. That'll make you feel happy for a second. Like, it's easy to find it, but we want to seek peace no matter how hard it is, no matter how many times you got to cuss, no matter how many times you got to lose your salvation, really, and get angry again, really, do it, do it, don't be a sh- stop trying to resist yourself, now I'm not saying that you should just let your anger free. But be honest and be like, I'm feeling this. Because that is the pathway to finding peace. Is for one, acceptance, man. Stop lying. Be honest with yourself. Just be honest. You still feel anger. You still get angry. And it don't mean God's not with you. It don't mean you don't get revelation. It don't mean you can't see. It means that you're human and you're trying to overcome. So don't praise the human. Praise the source, the creator. And it's in everybody. It's in everybody. Just not everybody knows how to find it, how to access it. But if you're truly seeking and you want what's right, all you got to tell us, all God got to know is that you want what's right, and he'll lead the way. He'll lead the way. But anyway, um, let me take some calls. I'm trying to, like, read some of these chats. Um, but let me take some calls, and... Um, yeah, we'll go from there. Hope that all made sense, y'all. No more happiness. Peace. Seek peace. The struggle, the pain, the hardships, deal with it. Endure it the best you can. If you fall away, that's okay. Get back up. You make a mistake, you fall back into happiness, that's fine. But don't seek happiness. Don't seek feeling good. Seek peace. Seek God. And uh, in the long run, you'll be better off. Just trust the process. Trust the process. Anyways, Tony out of California. Tony, you are on the air. Welcome to the show. Good morning, sir. How in the heck are you? I'm doing well. How in the heck are you? Oh, my goodness, man. I'm trying to figure out here here in America what's going on, bro. I mean, we got white folks now shooting you through the dope. Because you rung that doorbell or knocked on that door. Oh. I mean, are we that, are black folks hated that much here in America? <laughs> I heard you about. Can't go to the, you can't go to the wrong door 
because you're looking for your family members and knock on the door without getting sacked. And then he opened the door up after he sacked you in the head and then open the door and make sure he shoots you again. Come on, man. What's going on with White America? What you're saying, Tony, is fair. That's fair. Um, it's true. Ain't no fair in it. It's the truth. But what what happened? But but tell the rest of the story. What's the rest of the story? The man was looking for his family. The boy is 16 years old. A child. The man it, thought, he said he see the black face and said, oh, he's trying to break in. That's a lie. So... Were you there though? Were you there? And did you know why the boy was there? To just well, tell the people. Tell the people though. Tell the people. You gotta explain to the people, because you can't just come in and say white people, the America, and white people are the destruction and just shooting people for no reason. And don't say nothing about the black person that just walked up. Why was the black person at the house? Explain that. Because he was look. He was on. He was one block away from where his brothers, where his twin brothers were. And he went to the wrong address. A 16-year-old. Wait, say it. Sorry, sorry, Tony. Say it one more time. He was looking for his brother. He was one block away. He went to the wrong address. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Following. He knocked on the door. The man seen a black face, seen a black man, I mean, a black child like that, and he shot him through the glass. He didn't... He didn't ask him no questions. He just, went to, he just shot him. Well you, know, well, you know what matters to me, though, too, is that, like, that's unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Very sad, right? Come Very on, unfortunate. Come on. I, mean, I don't feel Ain't sadness. That. I don't feel sad. Well, let me make my point. I don't feel sadness. But that's unfortunate for somebody out there, right? But my thing is, I'm asking questions here, Tony. What was the boy wearing? How did the boy look? What was the boy, the boy involved look? in? That matters. That matters. He and was I'm, involved in. The boy was a human being, man. Come on, man. What's so right. So was. So was. Right. So now you want to know how his parents were? Did he come from a broken home? Hey, a but what about the white people? Did the white person that shot him? If if the white person that shot him is guilty, are they from a broken home? They're a human being too. Human beings make mistakes. So why so, not? Can't so the white person be a victim? So you can't greet a person and say, "Hey, uh, how can I help you?" How do you know Come that? On, man. How do you know they haven't had their house broken into ten times? I'm a, I'm not gonna go too far in that. I'm gonna just say this, Tony. I'm gonna just say this: is that like, black people also? That's unfortunate. And and there's a chance that it could have been a white person's fault. I don't know the story. I don't know the story. There's a chance that the white per- it could have been a white story. person's fault. It's could have been a oh, chance that the look at the picture. It's a story. It's uh, in the picture. Fair on, enough. Man. It could have been the white person could have just been angry and didn't like uh quote unquote black, black people, didn't like right? Black folks. Right. Quote unquote he had didn't like in his heart. He, he could have had anger. He could have had anger. When he seen a black man on his seen a black boy on his porch and he came up and said, I'm gonna kill this fool here. I'm gonna kill him today, I'm gonna kill him dead. Why you gotta on, you know you add uh, you add to you add to the story and you add, add to the hate, you, Tony. You if actually I, add to the hate. If I hate. shoot you in the head, I want you dead. But if I shoot you, if I shoot you in your leg or your big toe, I don't want you dead. If I shoot you in the head, I want you dead. Tony, and then I'm gonna open the door and shoot you again. Tony, on, you, you add to the division. You add to the division no, because no. you blame. You just on, you just man. wanna you just wanna blame and and ain't no blame. 
It's the truth. How you gonna put blame with truth? Okay, well, hold on one second, Tony, while I explain this. Hold on one second. This is the thing, though, with black people. This is the thing with black people, too, though. Is that, like, every human being should be um, judged by the content of a character. That's overused. But that's the point, right? The content of the character, right? But at the same time, we got to be realistic. What happens in the black community? We got to be realistic. Now, I know that there's white people that got issues, too, and they have anger, and they sometimes take their anger out on people who they think are less than, and sometimes it may be the blacks. Sometimes it may be the that Mexicans. Me. Sometimes it may be racism to me. And I, hey, quote-unquote racism, but I get why you call it that. But that happens, right? But let's be realistic. Black people have created a... Um, no, that's a lie. Okay, I gotta put you on. You ain't let me. I gotta put you on. Oh, hold on one second, Tony. I know I ain't the only one that be putting you on hold, man. So, black people have created a, and I deal with this too. Black people have created a bad image for the black community. So people are gonna double take at you. It's just a reality, and it may not be your fault. But there are, there is a problem in the black community. Black people do break into your homes. They do steal things. They do commit crime at a high level. That's reality. And they do dress a certain way that makes them look like a gang member. So even if they're not and you dress like one, gang members oftentimes can't be trusted. So if you have dreads and you're wearing a hoodie and you're walking down the street, mind your own business with a smile, you have to be aware that you are reflecting the image of bad blacks. You got to be aware of that. Right? Does that justify somebody harming you? Not at all. Because that's judgment. You don't kill somebody or you don't um, assume and treat somebody differently because of that. You treat all people fair. You innocent until proven guilty. So I don't care if he's wearing a hoodie with dreadlocks and his pants sagging to the floor. You show respect to everybody until they give you reason not to. But let's be realistic. I'm double taken. And I'm black. And people double take at me. Now, I don't even show, like, um, I don't dress that way. Um, I try to keep myself clean. And um, I don't have, like, the demeanor of, a, like, a like a thug, right? So the closest thing to a thug that I got is this beard that's growing. <laughs> it ain't even that long, right? But people don't see that on me. I don't. That's not my spirit, right? So it's about having the right spirit. But still, some people are, like, like, Kind of like, you know, they'll look or like they'll make jokes or like they'll try to look down on me or whatever the case is. And is it true? No. And sometimes it might be true. <laughs> the other day I went, I'm going to show you an example and I'm going to get back to Tony. I went um, to a party and they had salsa. <laughs> they had salsa on the table. 
and they had chips. And me just not knowing any better, it's black, it's black though, me not knowing any better, I got the chip and I just dipped it in the whole salsa thing. <laughs> but the proper thing, I didn't know, I thought that's what everybody does, that's what my family did. The proper thing is to put the salsa on a little plate and like have your own plate and use the salsa on, right? Because nobody wants your your fingers and stuff in there. Like James would probably tell you, <laughs> James right there, James would probably be the one to tell you, don't do that. But that's true though. That's ghetto. It's kind of nasty when you think about it. But I sometimes I do that because that's what I was taught, right? But some people are gonna look at you like it. Uh, that's ghetto. It's the truth. The problem ain't the white people, Tony. And I'm going to put Tony back on. The problem ain't the white people, Tony. The problem is you not being sad. And I'm not saying you specifically, but if the shoe fits, you not being satisfied and um, comfortable and confident within your own self to not care about what these white people think and they do. And there's a time to fight, uh, stand up and fight and stand your ground. Then do that. But this blame thing that you're doing, I think you're just joking when you're doing it. But this blame okay, thing hey, that you're doing, hey, that, that's just adding here. more division. Man, you're making black people look no. innocent and making white people look evil and dangerous. All, all, all I got to say is this. You think, you, you, think, you think that's something. Look up the story that happened in McCurdy, Oklahoma, with these city officials sitting in the, in the, in the office talking. Like we talking to city, high city officials talking about what they would want to do to black folks back in the day and today. <laughs> that's wrong. They, they were being recorded. I and agree. You would tell me, you you would tell me that white folks ain't evil, man. No, come on, man. That's come evil. Come on, man. I ain't got I ain't got all day with this foolishness with this whole white on white. I mean, white and black situation. But white folks been evil since the beginning oh, of time, bro. Fair enough. Fair enough. Answer this question. Answer this. Answer this one. Yeah, yeah. One question. Last okay. question. Yes, sir. Are black people evil? All people evil. Okay. Fair. I respect that. And, I respect and, and it. You know what I go, and you know what I'm going to put on top of that? What? God created good and God created evil. Isaiah. Look at the book of Isaiah. It says God created all things and he created good and he also created evil. So the thing is, which way you want to go with it? Exactly. Have a good day, my last, friend. Last one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are black people evil, though? Yes or no? I just told you all people evil. I know, but just say, could you say white people so easily, white people are evil. But let me hear you say, black people are also evil. Say it. No, I'm not going to say that. Oh, that well, you just revealed yourself. Gonna, you just exposed yourself. I'm not going to give you that satisfaction. No, 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 no. Why? Because that's the same thing. When we say black, black lives matter, white folks say all lives matter. So no, no, no. But white here's white the thing. Do. Here's what I say. This is what no, I say, man. Tony. This is what I say. White, there's evil white people and there's evil black people. Let me hear you say the same thing. All right, say it, say it, say it though. Say it. All people are evil. Say it though. Say it. Say it. Say there's evil white people and there's evil black people. It's all people evil. That boy can't even say it. Okay, tell you. I got, I got to go. I got to end the show, but I appreciate the call. It was fun talking to you. All right, man. You too. Hey, man. I, I still like Tony. But I, he exposed it. He, he just did it himself. And he's, he is right when he says all people have the capability of being evil. He's right. 
but he won't say black people are evil because he's biased. He leans more on the black side than the white side. You should, you should lean on the good side. God said, God said, love the enemy. Love them. Because what reward is just to love the people that, that you agree with, you think are good, you whatever. Your people, quote unquote, your people. He said, love the enemy, the enemy. So if you like white people, you got to love them. But anyway, he exposed, he did it himself. He said it himself. He couldn't say the black. I ain't had to say it. I ain't had to expose it. He exposed it himself. But anyway, that was fun though. Thanks Tony for bringing a different topic to the, to the show. Um, that was nice, but I got to end. Rick, Rick, let me just tell you something real quick. I don't know what it is, but ever since I've been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, Jesse Lee Peterson show, you always call right at the last, the end of the show. I'm sorry, Rick. I don't know if you just did that with the Hake show and you're doing that with mine, but you always call right at the end. I can't get to you, man, and I, I want to because I know I know um, Rick is a friend of the show and friend of the uh, friend of the uh, friend of Bond. But I can't get to you, Rick. Sorry. Oh, oh, maybe he called for Nick. Oh. <laughs> Look at my ego thinking it was for me. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. <laughs> Rick's like, I ain't worried about you, boy. I'm trying to talk to Nick. Anyway, y'all, I got to go. Thanks for tuning in. I had fun. That was fun. I hope you guys have fun. I hope that that made sense. Make sure you follow me across the board on all platforms. We got some stuff coming. I know it don't seem like it, but it's coming. So follow me on all across all the board so you can share and we can fellowship and all that good stuff. So when it drops, we go into the moon with our feet on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Follow me across the board. Joel Friday TV, the gift of the dance. We got stuff coming. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Tell your people about the show. Share the shows with people. Share the, hit the share button. Smack the like button. Do everything on all the platforms, on every person on the network across the board. Why not? Let's get the message out, right? Amen. And I got to go. I appreciate y'all. Until next time, see you next week if the Lord is willing. Bye.